0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite lore cast on The Citadel.
3: Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. Specters, welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom or Robots. I'm here with Sam and Cloudy Atlas again to follow up on the rest of the results from our big survey. Sam, how's it going?
2: I am uh, still feeling a little under the weather because it is the same, the same night when we're recording this. Um, but I am happy to be here and we have some, some even more interesting insights uh, from this half of the survey. So I'm glad we saved this for the last.
3: Yeah. Cloudy, I hear that you've done some cross analysis that's going to blow our minds and that you, you actually will surprise me and Sam because we haven't seen it yet. Are you excited?
1: Oh, I'm so excited. Sam, just buckle up.
3: Buckle up, buckaroo. Uh,
2: damn it. You took it out of my mouth.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. So let's dive into this. We've got question number 15. How many people survived the suicide mission in your Mass Effect 2 playthrough? We have results that go from zero all the way up to the total number of 12, being everyone. And here, I'm just going to show the results. First of all, what did you guys
2: expect? Okay, some of you are watching (laughs) walkthroughs. That's what these (laughs) results mean. I I think so. And it doesn't mean that the majority are, but I think some of you are, which is okay. I mean, it's definitely not cheating. Not that I would ever say that.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs) 92.7% said everyone. Then we have uh, 3.8% that said 11, and then it goes down to 1.3% for 10, and then, of course, lots of other lesser numbers after that very very small percentages of anything below that
2: very very small and i'm trying to see what the smallest one is but there's a lot that only have one respondent in fact there are more people that said they had six people survive than said that they had nine people survive (laughs) which is interesting that interesting. it's only a difference of like two people but but yeah by far vast majority had everyone survive um but i think if you're if you're listening and you're you're paying attention and, and you know following along you understand what people's strengths are so uh it's not too too hard to get everyone to survive as long as you're paying really close attention what do you think cloudy
1: not surprised by this i might have used a guide uh i just didn't want anybody to die the <laughs> next one the 11 Surviving, not surprising. A lot of people probably left Morden in the front line. Didn't have him send back with the envoy, and he's very squishy. Poor
3: I, Morton. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that. I I'd be in eleven. My first playthrough, I lost Thane. Oh wow! Who was my romance interest? Did he die? Did you on push
1: ship? him in the vents?
3: uh probably. Maybe. Maybe that was it. It's been a while. It's been a while. He was in and charge of one of, these- of the groups
2: some of these deaths you know can can occur not based off of what you have done not based off of what choice you did make but rather what you didn't do and if you didn't get all the ship upgrades some people can die um i think my very very first playthrough i had jack die and it was because i forgot to buy one of the ship upgrades hmm. and if i remember right it's the one you get from jacob um but i saved save scum that <laughs> so so jack did not die um so yeah, I'm I mean, I'm I'm proud of the of our audience, you know, uh, saving everyone. So good good for you. Good job, everybody. My, my partner's on our very first playthrough and she lost Tally and, and um Tally and Kasumi. And so she's gonna have a very different playthrough of Mass Effect three. Yeah. Wow. All
3: right, let's move on to number sixteen. Favorite loyalty mission. And we have just a big list of everybody. Garrus, Tally, Thane, Kasumi, Jack, Zaid jacob grunt morden miranda samara and legion what did you guys what did you guys guess i mean i feel like well i i would have been wrong but it by a little bit would like i would have assumed that Garrus, because he's such a favorite would have been higher
2: likewise i would have guessed that as well um there are some things that happened that did surprise me because I wouldn't have guessed them, like Kasumi's. I would not have guessed. So many people really like Kasumi's uh, uh, loyalty mission. Um, but the one that scored the highest, not surprising because of the massive lore implications that it has, uh, and that is, of course, Tally's.
3: Tally at 23.3%. Next highest is Kasumi at 192 Then we have Garrus at 129 And then it descends from there morden's at 11 and then some of these are very close samara 7.6 uh grunt 7.9 thane 5.4 um over here jack at 5.4 legion at
2: 3.2 uh
3: miranda 3.1 jacob 1.6 and zaid at 1.3
2: morden's very low morden's mission is very low for the massive implications it has on mass effect 3. i mean If you didn't do Morden's uh, loyalty mission or if you chose one way or another, I mean, it severely affects your ability to cure the genophage in in a happy way. So do
3: you think a lot of people picked these because
2: it was more fun
3: to play through some of them than others? Not necessarily because of their connection to the character, not necessarily because of the lore implications that they just enjoyed the quests more?
2: I think I think that's a high likelihood. I think there's probably a variety of factors that go into it. You know, how long was it? Was it tedious? Like for example, Jacob's loyalty mission wasn't too long, but it's kind of tedious, and yeah. uh, just not that fun, really. And then it's like this, you know, stereotypical sci-fi twist at the end. So I, mm. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of it. But if, but looking at this pie chart, it's pretty evenly split. So I don't think you could very well say that there's a clear majority uh with any one of these but mm-hmm. there is a decent a decent chunk of people who really like tally's mission right claudia any thoughts
1: i'm surprised kasumi's up so high i really thought morton would be more popular uh kasumi's no offense to kasumi when i replay it i usually just put on my headphones and not listen to the quest and just run through it because i know where to go i know what to do and then i just finish it really quick i can do it in like 10 minutes now i think
3: <laughs> you're going to be speed running these games <laughs> all right next one on the list we have number 17 did rex die on vermeyer in mass effect 1
2: realized after the fact this was a loaded question for those of us who did not play mass effect 1 because it kind of chooses for you oh yeah (laughs) and so he did die for those people who didn't play mass effect 1 but even so oh my gosh well
3: yeah yeah,
2: so that's a resounding answer,
3: right? The answer comes out 96.5. No, with the remainder 3.5%. Yes.
2: Yeah. So of the 316 people who replied to this question, uh, <laughs> 305 said Rex did not die on Vermeer. That's such a Mass big
3: number. North. I mean, I fall in that group, but it still seems bigger than I
2: would have expected. Same, same, Um, because there was a hidden thing in Mass Effect 1 where if you sat on that screen for too long, when, you know, you have that standoff with Rex and Vermeier, if you sit on that screen too long, eventually Ashley makes a decision for you and she pulls the trigger and Rex is dead.
3: I think that may have happened. No, I'm remembering way, way, way back. And I had to save Scum because I was like, wait, no, I was like, no, that's not not what I wanted to happen. And then like, that sounds very familiar to me.
2: A lot of people. That happened with a lot of people, um, and I've seen it happen on people's streams when they're in their very first playthrough, and they're like, mm, "I don't know. Should I do this? Should I not do this? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know." And then all of a sudden, Ashley just takes a shot, and they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely surprised by this. Only surprised that it's so high. Maybe I would have guessed like eighty percent said yeah. Rex did uh, did not die, but ninety six point five. Wow damn near everyone yeah cloudy any thoughts
1: i wasn't surprised by this because uh, it's about on par with the bioware survey 94 percent of people of all gamers saved rex i mean he's great like he really changes three how could you do this to him
2: yeah right so with right with the gender differential between the bioware survey and the uh in our survey maybe that means that love of rex is across genders <laughs> there you go we we all agree to love love rex <laughs>
1: Yeah, all one point eight percent of you who wrote Rex in as a wishable romance, I see you.
2: Oh yes, I know. I oh, know man. people personally who would love to romance Rex. So uh, <laughs> mm, that battle turtle this love. Is, mm. Mm, mm, yes, Rex mm. love. Mm. Granddaddy Krogan love.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, moving on <laughs> to the next one. We've got number eighteen. Did Morden survive Mass Effect three? Yes, no, or he didn't survive Mass Effect two. So. You couldn't have chosen yes or no. Does this fall in line with what you guys thought?
2: I honestly thought that he didn't survive Mass Effect 2 thing would be higher because he is so squishy, and if you put him in the wrong role in that uh suicide mission, you know, things can go awry, but but ultimately that was the the, the smallest slice of the pie. Um
3: yeah. Ninety point five percent said no. Seven percent said yes, and then the remainder is just 2.5% who said he didn't survive Mass Effect 2.
2: And if I'm not mistaken, the only way that he can survive Mass Effect 3 requires you to do some pretty sketchy things. And so that 7% must be, you know, there must be a decent overlap with the pure Renegade uh, <laughs> playthrough. And I think that that question is actually directly it has a precedent with the pre the previous question right before that there were did Rex die on Vermeier because I think for more to survive Mass Effect 3 Rex has to not mm. ha, Rex has to not survive Mass Effect 1 is that right cloudy
1: yeah I believe Rex can't be alive and then also I, like another character I don't want to spoil anything but they also have to be dead and you have to do a renegade interrupt so you have to do a lot of bad things to be here
3: yeah, there's a lot of things that can cut you out of even having that as an option. So it would make sense that, that the no is such a majority of the pie.
2: But what doesn't make sense here is that nine only 90% said that Morden does not survive Mass Effect 3, which implies that you know they went with the Paragon route and cured the genophage and whatnot. That's 90%. But the next question, did you cure the genophage? That's a... F- far eh, it's a significantly different percentage says, yes, they did cure the genophage. So they, so 98.4% said they did cure the genophage.
3: Yeah. So that leaves 1.6 at no,
2: right? So there's a, there's a dis there's a decent chunk of people who they did cure the genophage, but Morden somehow survived or, or, or. Or he did or he died in Mass Effect 2. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe some people replied in that one. Some others didn't reply in the next one.
3: Yeah. Uh, but I wow. have to wonder if everybody kept in mind that they were like their core gameplay, their core playthrough, that these all had to be answered from that perspective rather than like, which would you choose? You know, so I'm sure What'd there was you, some know. of that
2: fair you know you're 20 questions into a survey you might not remember the premise at the beginning so so that's fair but again 98.4 percent choosing to cure the genophage so we are going to get some comments on youtube that are defending the solarians and saying the genophage was justified Uh, and (laughs) we welcome the contrarians so (laughs) come on in (laughs) yeah yeah cloudy any thoughts
1: About on par with the BioWare survey. 96% cured the genophage. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the Krogan have suffered long enough. And you can't let Rex down.
3: (laughs) You can't let Rex down. Well, this next one is going to be controversial. Sam?
2: Oh, I was just going to say, turns out most people are not for for, for forced sterility. Uh, So I like that. I like that reflection on humanity that we're not for that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, forced anything kind of (laughs) sucks. All right. So next we have, uh, this is a big one. Did you enjoy specific choice of words here, Sam? Did you enjoy Mass Effect Andromeda? Yes or no?
2: What did you what did you expect? Okay, so I I think I worded this one. Mm -hmm. And
3: And we got some people who did not answer this. We have 206 responses, so. What, 306.
2: So, I'm sorry, oh. 306.
3: So, 22 people didn't answer this one.
2: Right, right. There was a decent amount of people that didn't answer. However, majority did. And I wrote, did you enjoy Mass Effect Andromeda? Not, do you like it? Right. Not not even, did you play it? Not, you know, I said, did you enjoy it? Because you can enjoy a game that you overall don't approve of. Yeah, you may not you know? like it as much as the others, but you could still enjoy it. Right. was it entertaining,
3: mm-hmm.
2: at the very least. Um, And and I wanted to, I only gave yes or no answers because, you know, I I did not want there to be the room, the wiggle room of debate. Well, you know, I played it, but it fell squarely in the mediocre category, which is where I hear so many people say that. Well, I liked it, but it wasn't memorable. It wasn't anything special. If
3: you were on a desert island with a console and a TV that somehow worked on the desert island and that was the thing that you could play, would you still play it? right if you enjoyed and then you would say yes if no if you didn't you'd probably say no
2: and by a factor of greater than three to one people said yes 78.1 percent said yes they did enjoy mass effect andromeda 21.9 percent said no Uh, so hopefully this is the statistic to end all Twitter debate (laughs) about where we stand on Andromeda, where, uh, you know, where I've seen so many hot takes that are like hot take Mass Effect Andromeda was not that bad or hot take. I liked Mass Effect Andromeda, hot take. You're not alone, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) 78.1% of our respondents said that they did enjoy Mass Effect Andromeda. It's just, maybe it's just not their favorite. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah
3: yeah cloudy what do you think
1: way to write a binary question there's no wiggle room on this one it's did you enjoy it or not and i didn't really care for it too much it was fine uh, would you have
3: said no did you so say no
1: i mean like i enjoyed playing it but it was just like eh, this is more mass effect i, I could get on like, so
3: you came down just on the yes side of the answer
1: yeah it was barely a yes i did play it i beat it i think i played it twice so yeah i guess i did enjoy
3: it yeah it's when you're forced to have to make a call yeah
1: yeah
2: and i came down you know a little bit narrowly but i came down on the yes side because if i'm being honest with myself yes i was entertained i played it all the way through you know i i think i sank like 40 50 hours into that game i paid what 60 bucks for it when it came out I always think about these things in terms of like enjoyment per like like cost per hour of enjoyment and sure. it was incredibly cost effective in that regard.
3: Here's an here would be an interesting perspective. If that game was a standalone game and not set in the Mass Effect world in the Mass Effect series. If you just found out like, "Oh, here's a sci-fi game where you're these travelers who go to Andromeda and they meet some aliens and they do this thing." and you didn't know it was Mass Effect stuff, you didn't previously play the Mass Effect games, you didn't like Mass Effect at all, would your answer still be the same? Or does the Mass Effect tie-in skew you into the enjoy?
2: I honestly, if it, if it wasn't uh, Mass Effect branded, I don't know if I would have played it.
3: But had you played it, like had you, had you started oh. playing, you got in like the first two hours, would you continue playing and enjoyed the game?
2: Probably not.
3: That's it's it totally skews it, doesn't it? It totally changes like yes I want to keep playing this because it's already tied to the things I love. As opposed to yes, I want to keep playing this because it's just a good game on its own.
2: Just like, you know, ESO, I'm not a huge fan of MMOs, but I do love Elder Scrolls a lot. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Elder Scrolls, probably would not have played it.
3: Yeah, yeah. That really does count for a lot. So, Cloudy, what do you think? Did you, would you fall on the same side of that?
1: Yeah. Like I said, I, I, it's just more mass Effect, and I'd be legendary edition. It's just like more, more mass effect. Right. Keep playing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, that's, it's interesting. All right. Well, we got to take a break okay. and thank our patrons. Let's go do that. We'll be right back.
0: message coming in patching it through I am sovereign and this station is mine I like the sound of that
3: well it would be a little bit weird if in the like I don't know short amount of time between recording the first half, half of this double episode pair. And this episode, we got a bunch of new patrons and nobody new has signed up uh, since then, but thank you to all of our patrons, big shout outs to all 64 of you, including our commander shepherds, K- uh, Kolkashins, Captain Shenko, Kira C., Lieutenant Cena, Pipe Man and William, thank you so very much. If you would like to check out all the different stuff you can get on the Patreon, go to patreon.com/massive lorecast. Sam and I would appreciate the support. It helps us to keep making these episodes and keep on doing the stuff and um it makes it makes feel pretty good at the end of the day that people like it enough to spend some money on it and get some cool stuff in return So go check that out. Also leaving a rating and review on Apple podcasts or a rating on Spotify is extremely helpful Please do that. And if you leave a five-star review with some words on Apple, we'll read it out on a future episode. So That's it for this mid break. Let's get back to the rest of these survey questions
1: Spit it out or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right.
3: So this one, I think, is
2: very, very interesting. This is the most divisive question that we have on here.
3: Number 21. For the next Mass Effect game, would you want to play as Shepard again? Yes or no? No caveats, no explanation. Just yes or no? What did you expect?
2: i expected a lot of yes i expected a lot of yes cloudy um, what, what did you expect
1: i expected about 60 percent or more yeses
3: yeah so here's what we got we got 50.2 just slightly more than half yeses and 49.8 noes. so that's one person one person more on the yes side than the no side
2: i love democracy Oh, my God. That is so close. That's, that's one person is the difference there. That, so if anyone ever tells you your vote doesn't matter. No, I'm just
3: <laughs> your vote matters. But think about it, like, from the perspective of BioWare. Like, if the fan base is this split, it's very hard to
2: make the right call that's a worst. If you're a Bioware marketing person and you're listening to this, this is the worst possible conclusion you could have for marketing because it doesn't give you any specific direction of which way to go. You're like, oh, good. We're fucked either way.
3: Yeah. Whatever you decide, half the fan base is going to be upset about it. <laughs> Congratulations.
2: That vindicates so much of what we've said already for these, you know, what... <laughs> 83 episodes we've been doing this. We've been saying so many times the next Mass Effect, it's going to piss people off. It's going to disenfranchise people no matter which direction they take with it.
3: And I think they know that that might be why it's taken so long for them to come back to the series because they needed enough time to go by in order to kind of. Refresh people on stuff and break down some of the expectations potentially but maybe maybe they screwed themselves by Putting legendary edition out there and getting a whole bunch more people all excited for a new Mass Effect game. Howdy What do you think what what was that same?
2: Oh, I was just going to say, right. And and this is, you know, forget is actually racist. Forget is, is Andromeda good or bad? You know, all of those Twitter arguments that you've seen on Mass Effect Twitter, this is apparently the most divisive Mass Effect topic, at least with our data that we have here.
3: (laughs) Yeah, with our people. Cloudy, what do you think?
1: So, like I said, I thought it was going to be 60% or more saying yes, because I'm on Twitter a lot and I just see that people harping on about that. Like, I won't play it as Shepard's in it is the biggest complaint or like comment I see about the next Mass Effect. It's just if Shepard's not in it and I can't play as them, I'm not going to play it. So to have it be this split, poor Bioware, damned if you do, damned if you don't, good luck, have fun.
3: Yeah, so this ties into the next question. In the next Mass Effect, should Shepard be around even as an NPC? So I I assume the wording is either as playable or an NPC right like right. should they be right. around should at they all? be around
2: in any capacity mm-hmm. this was the caveat to the previous question right because I know so many people say okay well no I wouldn't want to play a shepherd again but I would like to have him around yeah yeah. And so this is the caveat. So basically, I wanted to deduce from these previous two questions how many people don't want Shepard even fucking mentioned, <laughs> like, right. like don't even don't even bring up that fucker's name to me. You know, like, like. Um, and I think we can gather from these results that there is a decent chunk of the Mass Effect community, uh, about one in three, that don't want to hear about Shepard at all anymore in any capacity. Um, Yes.
3: 63.6% kind of says yes, 36.4 says no. I would put myself in the no category on this one. Really? I Why would, is that? Because we already have Shepard's story. Shepard's story is done. Let's let let Shepard lie and let's make a new Mass Effect story because if we keep dwelling on Characters. I mean, you might, I still want some of the characters to come back. Let's continue in just like any good sequel. Some of the characters come back. There's some stuff that continues on. But if they're really going to tell a new story, Shepard's has had his heroic arc. Shepard's story is fulfilled. And to have to have Shepard come back in some ways lessens the importance of that final decision or what how you know how your story ended. Let your story be the way Shepard's story ended.
2: Move on. Right. So let Shepard remain a martyr.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah. But let's move on. Right. And on top of that, uh, well, from a personal standpoint, I like RPGs where I get to design my character and make my own character as custom and designed as I possibly can. If Shepard comes back, Shepard's going to look like the character I designed or I'm going to be Shepard again with the character that I previously designed right that doesn't give me anything fresh and new I'm always about the fresh and give me something fresh and new also if I'm playing a character and Shepard is there as an NPC and I made Shepard look like me what do I do with my new character do I make another character that does Shepard now have twins like how does that work
2: that's weird like the spider-man meme they're pointing at a <laughs> like, you know. wait a minute um, you yeah. look kind of like that other guy <laughs> I know you um... No, I can see that. I can see that certainly. And I think maybe part of the 63.6% of people who said yes were thinking Shepard can be around in a narrative referenced compa-
3: com- capacity. But I, I don't know how you do a sequel where that doesn't reference Shepard. Uh, m- I don't know my my assumption here either. is that Shepard is not alive is is alive or isn't alive, right? That's kind of the right. spirit of the question. Like is is Shepard a living NPC or character in this or is Shepard mm-hmm. dead and gone or or just doesn't show up in the game even if they're referenced you know like like oh the great deeds of you know shepherd back in the day that kind of thing
2: right and i think you know this decent percentage 63.6% and then the 52 point or 50.2% in the previous question i think if bioware takes the direction in the next mass effect that they're going to side skirt all of the decisions you made in the previous games by merely forgetting that shepherd even existed. And then, and then that shepherd is never even referenced in the lore. You're going to really piss a lot of people off that way. If it's a sequel, like that is a strong middle finger in a narrative way to the player base. Uh, and I would feel insulted.
3: Yeah. Cloudy, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I,
1: I personally said yes to this one, but I'm, um not surprised. It's so many yeses. I've seen a lot of people say, like, I would love to see them in kind of an Anderson capacity, or I've even seen somebody say, like, make it like Star Trek, where you see the previous captain handing it off to like Kirk and having them like, pass it off like that. Like, that would be great. That's like all I need in that. So I'm not really surprised on the split for this one. Um, I would like them referenced, I think, maybe even just in passing, like even just in a conversation, they don't have to physically be there. Just yeah. maybe just mention them. John. I'm, I'm totally like, cool with that I,
3: I would expect that people are still talking about the things that shepherd did or people are inspired by shepherd in some way or you know right. reminisce about like oh the day i got to meet Shepard, blah 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 um i totally expect and it all that. it could be a
2: flashback it could definitely be a yeah. flashback of your player character like we talked about before what if the next player character is also an in seven right you
3: know <laughs> right it looks just like Shepard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. What, what, what if your player character is also an N7, and then like you know, it goes back to like oh, flashback to N7 training, and they have some caveat like oh, this was in training in outer space, so that Shepard was wearing a helmet, you know? Sure. Um,
3: yeah, you could totally do that.
2: Yeah, and then like you know, they met Shepard that way, and then like even like that little bit of a reference, like they became like a trainer or something, somehow survived uh, the events of Mass Effect Three. I think would placate a lot of the fan base. Um, I,
3: I I will chime in here at the end. Of this specific question discussion and say that although I want the answer to be no I totally expect the actual implementation of this to be yes. Like I think that's more likely to happen than not. Why? Fan service? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people people are going to want to see Shepherd. If they can't play as Shepherd, they at least want to be able to see Shepherd and like you were explaining have a flashback or a scene or a com Come in from, oh, Commander Shepherd on the the new Citadel told us this or whatever, you know. Like uh, it plays into it. It it kind of makes it feel like for a lot of people, Shepard is Mass Effect.
2: And it didn't help that and- Andromeda tanked. <laughs> I yeah. mean Andromeda yeah. didn't have a memorable uh protagonist. Mm-hmm. So that really like added to the mythos of Shepard.
3: Yeah yeah all right moving on to question 23 favorite alien race lots of different options here angara asari batarian drell elcor hanar ket krogan um prothean Korian, salarian turian so many ian's names at the end i just didn't realize that volus vorcha and yag man you included everybody <laughs> uh you didn't put Where? human because these are alien races so you can't choose human
2: where is my love for the volus because it ain't here <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> where's our volus love oh uh, is, that is the smallest sliver on the pie Aww. uh it's two people said that the volus are their favorite Elcor That's the gets same l- amount of people oh, elk it's like four times the love of the, oh. i know and batarians got the same amount of love as the volus
3: yeah, and the Yogg, the Yogg too. All right, so here let's just show <laughs> let's show the results here. We have um, the biggest slice of the pie: twenty two point four percent Asari, twenty three point I'm sorry, twenty three point three is the largest Turian, then Asari, then we have fifteen point eight as the Corians, the Krogan are fourteen point five, the Jiral are three, or I'm sorry, eight point eight, Elcor four point seven. It's pretty large for being a small slice. Solarian two point eight. Prothean 2.8, and then everything gets real tiny. Um, Angara 1.6, and uh, if we can get to it, the Hanar 1.3, and then the Volus, the Yogg, and uh, the... uh, Oh, are they... Can I even see them in there? Volus, Yogg, that's it, right? The Ket? did the Ket even show up? I... mm, No. The Vorcha? (laughs) They're not in here either. Nobody voted Vorcha or Ket.
2: Yeah, No Love Lost for the forcha that's not exactly yeah. a uh, shocking headline. Um, yeah, <laughs> no Love sure. Lost for the carbon copy sci-fi villain race, the cat. Um, but you know i am uh, not really not really shocked by the fact that turians took the largest slice of the pie i am shocked that asari fell so close behind because again i just feel like if we don't really hear that much about love for the asari it's not it's not rabid i guess it's not rabid and and in your face love for the asari
1: well and this one was a nail biter because it only came in at turian in the last 50 votes the asari had the lead for the first 200 people and then the turians as out of nowhere in the last third took it away
3: huh just coming out with like a attack craft I don't, I don't know i don't have a good analogy um they called
2: in the backup
3: yeah yeah any uh any other thoughts on this one i mean it, it kind no. of it kind of resonates for most part I, i'm a little bit surprised like the Elcor My- got such
2: so many votes my personal favorite was not the personal favorite of most. My personal favorite are the Protheans. Uh, so I guess I have that in common with uh, Liara, but <laughs> but I do I do find them to be really interesting. And and, and short of the Protheans, the Turians, I definitely a big fan of.
3: Yeah, yeah. uh asks, where were the Geth? Yeah, no Geth on this list. We're talking biological races, right?
2: Uh, I believe so. But I mean, geth is a is a decent question uh, that we may have had an oversight on. So or a lack of oversight. So that is a good point, And I'll I'll take responsibility for that one for not implementing the geth uh if you are upset and want the death included you can email at us <laughs> email us at mass effect at gmail.com make sure to curse in 7 legend
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to put out a single question survey that includes the yes on a future uh thing what about what about ai like Edie? that's not on there mm-hmm.
2: although e- Edie is unique
3: that's true it's true but you could say I, i'm just just making stuff up all right sure. let's move on to question 24 this is interesting favorite episode oh unless uh, claudia i didn't mean to jump over you did you have anything else you want to share about that last one about the races
1: oh i actually purposely left the gap out. i didn't they're not alive fight me
3: <laughs> wow all right all right so that's, uh send your messages to claudia at claudia atlas.com no, send com. them
1: to sam at his email <laughs> don't message me do not at me
3: All right, so we have- Don't add Cloudy. Don't add Cloudy. So we have question 24. This one's about us. Favorite episode of the Lorecast so far? And we got a variety of different answers. What did this come out
2: to? Well, I think the biggest takeaway here is that there were only 148 replies to this so so what that what i would take that to mean along with a, a decent amount of replies that say in slash a uh you know i haven't watched it yet or i haven't listened to it one of them was very nice said i had not heard of uh of your podcast yet but now i intend to um i think we can take from that that you know 318 total responses most of the questions had 317 responses only 148 responses to this I think that means our Twitter presence precedes our actual <laughs> listenership who who, who who took place or, or who participated in this survey. Yeah. Or um, people just didn't so, want to take
3: the time to write something. They were, they were like, oh, I've done enough of these, I'm done.
2: Right. Also that. But if this means that you are a listener and you haven't participated in any of our surveys yet, uh, or if it means you're a listener and you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, uh, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, but... The biggest takeaways from people's favorite episodes of the Lorecast so far, of the people who did watch them, I'm seeing a recurrent answer: the Krogan slamming ass. The Krogans slamming ass. That's the that's the top one. <laughs> it is it is mentioned. I don't know if it's the top one. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's not. But I do see it. I do see a decent amount of people say that they like the music of Mass Effect mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say
3: that's that episode was awesome.
2: I think it, I, you know, because I think it was unique. I don't think that there are a ton of video game podcasts that do that, that kind of breakdown. And, um, and we have extremely, you know, we've talked about it before. We have extremely bright uh, and brilliant people who support this podcast uh, who also, you know, appeared on that, that episode and made that episode possible. Um, and yeah, uh, but Cloudy, what other takeaways did you notice from this uh, myriad of answers?
1: First of all, everybody's just really nice. Like, nice fan group right now. I'm very impressed. Um, yeah, a lot of them. Music episode, big one. Uh, we love the Batarians. I think that one was particularly interesting. I put that one as well because they talk, you talked about real-life examples of the hegemony, and I thought that was really interesting. It just, yeah. Um, that was the, the main, it's music and Batarians, so I guess Batarian they go hand episode. in hand.
2: We uh, I, at least I had no chill in the Batarian episode, and probably because we were talking about authoritarian regimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there's something to get in seven riled up, it's it's people taking all the power for themselves and you know, uh, oppressing others. So fuck them. Um.
1: Pretty sure that's the first episode you swear in as well. So oh, was it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey if i needed a better reason to swear i think i couldn't find one
3: <laughs> so, i like that at I least that. one person put the uh, mary kill you know
2: <laughs> yes one person did put that um i see the joker episodes on here a few times and i also see um the stg and league of one episodes mm-hmm. uh, i the liked those quiz ones. episode uh, there's yes yeah a few of them Uh uh, this person very kind says truly honestly all of them if i'm forced to pick i love the character bios and anderson's hit me really hard so wow. uh, i nice. see anderson's mentioned a few times uh, and i'm glad my love for anderson was conveyed through through the airwaves to your earholes.
3: <laughs> nice nice so the final question says what topic do you want mass effect broadcast to cover that it has not covered yet and some of these we have covered um Some of them are very strange, like Yog Romance. (laughs) 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 I like that one. (laughs) Uh, um, Uh, But some of these are actually really, really cool. Things like uh, Mass Effect Comics and Novels. Like, getting a little bit deeper into, like, what are the best ones of those to check out? Um, We did some stuff on ship technology, but we could do more on ship technology. Uh, More Andromeda content is on here. What do you think, Sam?
2: I like this one. I like this one that says whatever doesn't matter to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> whatever, whatever. Uh, but okay. some of them definitely like we've covered but be, I, people just haven't either caught up to those episodes yeah. or haven't listened to the show, you know, like the mako Yep, we did that. Um there's yeah, there's a few first contact war. Yep, we did that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um there are a lot of these that are referencing romance uh romance topics and i've 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 stayed you know kind of at arm's length about romance topics i got a little bit too involved with the ashley one so i think i'm gonna have to pick up the slack when we cover Kayden. Um but those are going to have to be separate episodes from the bios of the of the characters and uh, about the speculative, I see a lot of things on here that are like speculative topics, you know, like theories and, and things that are not necessarily cemented in the lore. And I yeah. do want to just tell everyone that we will talk about that when the time comes, but we have so much stuff that is like confirmed and cemented in the lore that we got to get through first.
3: Right, right. And that happens with the other lore shows that I do too. People are like, can you talk more about this? And it's like, Yes, but I can't do an entire episode about that. Like there's like two lines of anything anywhere that says that there's nothing else to know about it. So we can speculate about it,
2: but the actual lore is like
3: you know, tiny bit this much.
2: Um yes, um Definitely. And there are some theories that I would love to discuss, but I don't want to get into wild speculation mode, really, until we're, Mm -hmm. like, you know, really close to the beginning of the next Mass Effect, the release of the next Mass Effect. And then, you know, I don't have any problem getting into speculation and and hyping things up a little bit, um, because we'll all be very excited at that point. Right, Um, right. But this person says, not necessarily a topic, but would be good to see the voice actors or writers on the show to discuss characters and thoughts on the game. Uh, I appreciate this may be difficult to arrange. Very. <laughs> um, I have done I, I've, I've reached out to a few voice actors, a few writers uh, to just kind of touch base and see if they would be interested. And if anyone is listening to this and uh, would like a given voice actor or a given writer of the series to be on the show. Honestly, I think the best way to get their attention might be to just tweet at them and say, hey, I don't know if you've heard about this podcast, but I think it would be excellent to hear you on this podcast talking about Mass Effect. And yeah. so, yeah. And and not and, and I say tweet at them because not all of them have their direct messages open. Right. And that's, that's right. the thing that I'm running into a lot. Most people um, won't.
3: And like, for example, if you try to message me, if we're not already friends on Twitter, it goes in that little extra side box that like, hey, you might... F- want to answer these but it doesn't tell you you get a message in so unless I go manually check that I don't know that new people are sending me private
2: messages exactly and 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 the fact that like we haven't had many many people who have had worked on the game yet before on the show it's not through any lack of trying on my part and it's and it's definitely not through I don't think lack of interest on their part it's just that though you have to understand that those people must be getting so many messages from it all angles all hours of the day um so the chances that they even saw my messages are pretty low but those chances of them knowing about the podcast about about them perhaps wanting to be you know on a conversation with us uh those go up if people mention them and the podcast you know in the same sentence so
3: yeah yeah absolutely um cloudy did you have some other insights for us i know you've been cross-examining some of this uh data
1: yeah. Uh, one last thing on the topic you want to cover. If you do want deep dives for relationships, two girls want shit. Great podcast that so will cover that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want check more
1: information about those. So now the cross examination time. My favorite, where we get to draw random conclusions. Uh, where do we <laughs> want to start? Do we want to start with the regular ones and then move into the debatey ones? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to break down the endings. We kind of covered who picked what for uh the endings. Uh most common was destroy followed by uh synthesis and then control. And I wanted to know who these people were. So I figured out for the control ending, majority of you were infiltrators, which I find weird. Uh it was a large it was statistically significant. The next was vanguard at 24% of you. Uh infiltrators were 34%. So
3: I mean don't know infiltrators I really like control. sounds aggressive. So sounds sneaky. rolling other people infiltrating and taking control of something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for destroy, you are most likely to be a Vanguard, which feels really just on par. The Vanguard's just come in, destroy everything, get right in the front lines and then leave. Mm -hmm. All of my soldiers smash.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay.
3: Okay. I can, I can see that. Um,
1: yeah. And then for the synthesis, uh, most likely to just be a soldier, far huge margin, thirty-seven percent. The next highest was infiltrator at nineteen percent. Wow. So I guess soldier soldiers
2: synthesis. do want peace. Wow, not huh. not a not a mix that I would have thought. Soldiers and synthesis. Wow.
3: Is that no, I very wonder if that's skews because of the number of people who chose them being the largest? I wonder if you if you were to average them, them out, like
1: maybe, but still like infiltrator was most popular for control by a lot. Like yeah. a lot of people picked it.
2: Yeah. That is shocking. Huh, that yeah. is shocking. However, maybe not because of the small total number of people that picked control. Yeah. Maybe but still, I guess it's still yeah. shocking that they took up so much of the percentage.
3: Right. Right. Okay. What else you got, Cloudy?
1: if you were a renegade shepherd those 2.2 percent of you uh 63 percent of you chose to play as ben shep which S- i'm surprised mark Meer's performance as renegade shepherd is just like chef's kiss for some of the lines he's so good at being an asshole. absolutely for him.
2: yes okay. he is he is but but this tells me that people love sassy shep they like to be
3: karen karen shepherd
2: there are some lines that that jennifer hale delivers as renegade ship that are so ice cold and it's uh especially the the renegade one that you can take if you don't do the interrupt but that you actually say the renegade thing to the eclipse merc and you choose not to kick him out the window and i think i think she says something along the lines of what do you think your body sounds like when it splats across the ground or something like that
1: (laughs) do you think you'll be alive to hear it and then she just like pushes him
2: Oh man. That's good. That's good. All right. So I think you mentioned that you had a debatey one, something controversial.
1: Yeah. But it was interesting because I I just wanted to compare. Oh wait. Oh, it's coming. Uh, (laughs) But before the Paragon, it was exactly 50, 50 for gender. It was really interesting. It was the Renegades really just love playing as chef. So for the spicy one, I was just curious and granted, I have no bias here. Mm. Um. If you saved Ashley on Vermeer, what percent of you killed Rex? I was just curious. Um, 5% of you killed Rex if you saved Ashley. If you save Caden, 1.9% of you kill Rex.
2: That's a very different amount. 1.9% could be leaving Vermeer without (laughs) Ashley or Rex. But it's actually kind of more surprising that they would choose then to save ashley after ashley kills rex
1: maybe they liked what she did
2: or maybe they chose to shoot rex that's also possible
1: that too yeah there's a little bit of conflicting data there like we need to get like a lot more questions in to get significant answers but that was just more speculative uh so then i decided to dig deeper if you romanced Ashley, what percent of you saved Rex versus if you romance Caden, what percent of you killed Rex? So if you romanced Ashley, nine point five percent of you killed Rex. Do you wanna take a guess of how many people who romance Caden kill Rex? Eleven D seven.
3: d seven.
2: Threave. I I don't yeah, I don't know. What
3: what was that, Claudie? For some reason, your audio is not coming through. Say that again.
1: Oh, uh, there you are. Zero. Zero. Zero percent of you who romance Caden kill Rex, but nine point five percent of you who romance Ashley kill Rex.
2: Wow. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Uh, huh. wonder why. Huh. Who knows? Very very uh, mist mystery there, huh? Um, well. I think, I think we've given the Rex killers enough (laughs) airtime.
3: Yeah. Right. All right. Any, anything else, Cloudy?
1: That was my spicy one. I didn't want to offend Sam right after he did the Ashley episode. I'm not saying anything against Ashley. It was just, I found that very
2: concerning. I'm curious, how quick would it be to deduce how many people romanced Ashley and then also sacrificed Ashley? For the, for the oh, meaningful wow. tragedy playthrough that I said it was my favorite. I bet I'm, it's small. I'm, I bet it's a very small percentage. Yeah. It's probably she's, she's like. She's
3: looking at the data.
2: I'm willing to bet while she's doing that, I'm willing to bet that it's less than 5%.
3: I was thinking like 1%. Wow. Yeah. So like, like, I think most people will not sacrifice the person that they romance.
2: I bet it's 0.3%. Point, point <laughs> that's just that's changing. one person. You're just, that's yeah, one. You're changing it. Our...
3: You're just dropping it all the way to the lowest percent we can have.
2: I know it's at least 03 percent because you voted for it. Because I did this <laughs> right. <today>. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Okay. What did you guess, Sam?
2: I guessed it was. Uh, he, he
1: seriously first said I guess 5%. It's five percent.
3: Five percent, and then and then he said 0.3 three. I'm guessing one 0.3 0.3 It's
1: only
3: it's only you, Sam
1: one person that's him
3: you need him i'm special yeah um, yeah i think most people will not sacrifice the person
2: they romance wow why well, would you look at that mm. i yeah i i i am the weird uh, masochist in the group i guess like meaningful <laughs> tragedy like bawling my eyes out no ashley <laughs> is it meaningful <laughs> if you force it to happen it was out of my control. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing I could do. The the die was set. Yeah. The mold was cast. (laughs) Yeah.
3: All right. Cloudy, anything else? Any other bits of a fun little?
1: Uh, No, those were my final thoughts. Sam, did you have any you wanted to throw out there?
2: No. I mean, other than the fact that I'm just so happy that so many people took so much time out of their uh, day to, to answer some questions about mass effect and, give us insights into the community that we didn't yet have. I don't think this will be the last survey that we put out.
3: Yeah. And is, I wanted to thank you,
2: Cloudy for uh, helping to put this together again. Uh, if you're listening to this, you know, these surveys are the brainchild of Cloudy Atlas. So credit goes to her.
1: Thanks. I love putting them together, hearing out on the results and just seeing what people say. It's always nice to like, well, it's, it's cool to see, other people's choices. It's like picking their brains. You see?
2: I do like the macro view of the community because it, we can get so bogged down in the rhetoric and the jargon and the, the, the bickering on Twitter, then the vocal can, minorities. Can, yes. That it can get like, skewed with, with yeah. who the loudest are. Right. Right. I think
3: this happens in a lot of things. The vocal minority can be very loud and they make themselves sound more numerous than they actually are. But then when you yeah. do things like this, you come to find out that like, maybe things aren't, maybe they are, but maybe they're not. Maybe things are different. All right.
2: And. And it's not a, it's not i mean like we don't have the largest number of responses but it's also not a number to balk at because it's like you know 318. i think that's legitimate enough to say that like roughly half of the community cho- chooses to save ashley roughly half chooses to save Caden on Vermeyer. um that yeah. is not a statistic i would have guessed yeah it is also not stuff. a statistic i would have guessed that half of the community exactly half Uh, would like Shepard to come back and play as Shepard and half would definitely not.
3: Yeah, very, very, very unexpected. But I guess we'll just have to see what they decide to do. That's a tough one. Well, guys, time to wrap this up. Cloudy, you want to share anything you got going on?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm on the Robots Radio Discord at Cloudy Atlas, Twitter at Cloudy Atlas 22. And then September 23rd, I'll be on the Two Girls, One Ship episode for Fallout 4. Um, we'll be
3: covering McCready and hancock awesome awesome cool we'll have fun with that and say hi to the girls for us um sam you got anything you want to share
2: yeah uh streaming mass effect as always every saturday sassy shep saturdays uh and still working on a first playthrough of dragon age I just hit 500 followers on twitter or not twitter uh on twitch so thank you everyone who has followed me on twitch that's fun uh and i think when i hit 1000 i'll do another giveaway uh but this one will be a bit bigger i'm thinking of buying something a little bit pricier from the bioware gear store maybe something cooler like a uh n7 helmet Uh, so yeah i've already i've already had the gears churning a little bit about how i want entries to go and i think the best possible way, the most uh, egalitarian way to to allow entries into a giveaway might just be with channel points. Yeah. Nice. Because you can't forge those. Nope. So,
3: no, nope, that's a good idea. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, you can check out all of our stuff. You can come to twitch.tv and uh, slash words are hard guys twitch.tv slash robots radio for our live streams which are now on fridays at 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific come hang out with us uh join me there also for my game streams and the other shows that i do and if you're interested in any of our shows any of the other shows on the network two girls one ship all of that stuff is robotsradio.net. go check it out twitch.tv slash words are hard words is hard it's you gotta update that um <laughs> but thanks for tuning in guys thank you everybody for chiming in on these surveys and for hanging out with us during the live stream we'll see you next week well actually this will this episode's doubling up this week so we won't be doing the live stream this friday but the friday after that we'll be back with the live stream and then we'll get closer to our patron chat at the end of the month so stay tuned for some awesome stuff we'll see you guys next time bye everybody